0: The Tsarevna Loveliness Inexhaustible from Russian Fairy Tales by Peter Polovoy translated by Robert Nisbet Bain eighteen fifty four to nineteen o nine this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine the Tsarevna Loveliness Inexhaustible a long time ago far from our days in a certain tsardom in a certain empire lived a famous tsar afron afronovitch and he had three youthful sons the eldest the tsarevich dmitri the second the tsarevich Vasily, and the youngest the tsarevich ivan the sons of afron were all grown up the youngest had reached his seventeenth year while tsar afron himself had left sixty years behind him and once as tsar afron fell a-thinking and looked at his son his heart grew sad look now thought he life is a good thing to these youths and they rejoice in god's fair world but as for me i feel old age drawing nigh and diverse diseases begin to afflict me and the wide world has now but little delight for me how will it be with me henceforth how shall i escape old age thus he thought and thought and so he fell asleep and a vision appeared to the czar somewhere or other beyond lands thrice nine in the empire of thrice ten dwelt the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible the daughter of three mothers the granddaughter of three grandmothers the sister of nine brothers and under the pillow of this tsarevna was preserved a flask of living water and whosoever drank of this water straightway became thirty years younger no sooner did the tsar efron awake from his sleep then he called together his children and the wise men of his realm and said to them interpret me this dream ye my sages and cunning counsellors what shall i do and how can i discover the tsarevna the sages were silent the cunning counsellors stroked their long grey beards looked up and down scratched their heads and thus they answered the tsar Afron. "Oh, sovereign tsar though we have not seen this thing with our eyes yet our ears have heard of this tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible but how to find her and which way to get at her that we know not no sooner did the three tsareviches hear this than with one voice they thus implored their father the tsar dear father tsar give us thy blessing and send us to the four corners of the earth that we may see people and show ourselves and discover this tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible the father agreed gave them provision for the journey took leave of them tenderly and sent them off to the four corners of the earth when the two elder brothers got beyond the city gates they turned to the right but the youngest brother the tsarevich ivan turned to the left the elder brothers had got only a hundred miles and no more from home when they met an old man and he asked them whither are ye going young men is your journey far but the tsareviches replied take yourself off old rogue what business is it of yours the old man said nothing but went on his way the tsareviches went on and on all that day and the next and a whole week and they came to such a wilderness that they could see neither earth nor sky nor any living being nor any habitation and in the deepest depth of this wilderness they met another old man even older than the first hail good youth said he to the tsareviches are ye truants and rest or are ye in quest why we are in quest of something of course we are going in search of the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible with her flask of living water nay my good youth said the aged stranger twere better ye did not try to get thither and why pray i'll tell you three rivers cross this road rivers large and broad on these rivers are three ferries at the first ferry they'll cut off your right arm at the second your left but at the third they'll cut off your head the brothers sarovitches were sore distressed their giddy pates hung down below their sturdy shoulders and they thought to themselves ought we not to have some regard for our father's head and our own heads also twill be much better to return home alive and well and wait for fine weather by the sea and they turned back and when they were a twenty-four hours journey from home they resolved to rest in the fields and they spread their tents with the golden tent-poles let their horses out to graze and said here we'll stop and await our brother and while away the time in idleness but with the tsarevich ivan it fared far otherwise on his journey there met him the same old man who had encountered his brothers and this old man asked him the self-same question whither art thou going young man is thy journey far and the tsarevich ivan answered him what is that to thee i want to have nothing to say to thee but afterward when he had gone a little farther he bethought himself of what he had done why did i answer the old man so rudely old people are full of ideas perchance he might have advised me well so he turned his horse overtook the old man and said stay my father i did not quite hear what thou saidst to me i asked thee whether thy journey was far well my father the fact is i am in search of the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible the daughter of three mothers the granddaughter of three grandmothers the sister of nine brothers i want from her the living water for my father the tsar well said the old man tis well for thee good youth that thou hast answered courteously and therefore i will put thee in the right way but thou wilt never get there on an ordinary horse then whence shall i get me an extraordinary horse I'll tell thee return home and bid your grooms drive all thy father's horses down to the blue sea and whichever horse breaks away from the others and goes right into the sea up to his neck and begins to drink till the blue sea begins to rise and dash from shore to shore him seize and mount i thank thee for thy good words my father the tsarevich did as the old man bade him he chose the most valiant charger from among his father's horses watched all through the night, and when on the following morning he went and mounted into the saddle, the horse spoke to him with a man's voice. "Tsarevich Ivan, dismount! I will buffet thee thrice to give thee the muscles of a hero. He buffeted once, he buffeted twice, but the third time he buffeted not at all. I see, cried he, that if I were to buffet thee a third time, the whole land would not be able to hold us both. Then the tsarevich Ivan sat on the horse, put on knightly armour, took out of the armoury of his father's palace an old heroic trusty blade and set out upon his quest. He went for a day and for a night, for a month and for two months and three. And so he came to a place where his horse was in water up to the knees and in grass up to the breast, while he, poor youth, had nothing to eat. And in the midst of this wilderness the tsarevich Ivan found a miserable hut this hut stood upon fowl's legs and in it was the baba yaga the bony legged witch was lying down and her legs stretched from corner to corner the tsarevich went into the hut and cried hail granny hail to thee tsarevich ivan hast come to rest or art thou in quest i am in quest of something granny i am off beyond lands thrice nine to the empire of thrice ten i seek the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible i want from her the living water for my father the tsar the baba yaga answered though i have not seen it with my eyes i have heard of it with my ears but thou wilt never get there wherefore because before thee there are three fairies at the first thou cut off thy right hand at the second thy left and at the third thy head well granny one single head is not such a great matter i'll go and god's will be done alas o Tsarevich Ivan twere much better to turn back thou art still young and tender thou hast never been in dangerous places thou hast never faced great terrors nay granny he who has said a must also say b so he took leave of the baba yaga and went on farther and he came at last to the first ferry and he saw the ferrymen on the other side lying down asleep the tsarevich ivan stood on the bank and thought to himself if i call to them i shall deafen them forever and if i whistle with all my might i shall upset the ferry-boat so he whistled a half-whistle and immediately the ferrymen started from their slumber and rowed him across the stream what do you want for your labours my friends asked the tsarevich ivan well what's the use of haggling give us your right arm cried the ferryman with one voice nay nay i want my arm for myself cried the tsarevich ivan and drawing forth his stout blade he struck to the right and to the left and beat all the ferrymen till they were half dead and then went on farther and in this way he crossed the other two fords also at last he came to the empire of thrice ten and on the borders of it stood a wild man in stature like a tree of the forest as thick-set as a haystack there he stood and in his hand he held a club of oak and the giant said to the tsarevich ivan whither art thou going o worm I am going to the realm of the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible to get the living water from my father the tsar what thou pigmy i have been guarding her realm here these hundred years i have had my fill of heroes not like thee were the youths who came hither yet they all fell beneath my hand and their bones all lie over there but as for thee thou art a mere worm the tsarevitch saw that he could not overcome the giant so he turned his horse aside he went on and on into the very depths of the forest till he came upon a hut and in this hut sat a very old old woman the moment she saw the good youth she cried hail tsarevich ivan why hath god sent thee hither the tsarevich told her all his secrets the old woman had pity on him and drew from her stove a magic poisonous weed in a little ball go into the open plain said she rake up a fire and throw this magic poisonous weed into it but mark me now stand thou at the back of the blast lest the smoke from the fire blow upon thee this blast will cause the giant to be overcome by a deep sleep then do thou cut off his head but roll the ball before thee and follow whithersoever it rolls the ball will lead thee to those very places where reigns the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible that tsarevna walks about there for nine days and on the tenth day after that she will refresh herself with the sleep of heroes in her own place but look to it that thou dost not enter in by the gate but leap right over the wall with all thy might and do not stick in the strings at the top of the wall lest thou arouse the whole empire when thou wilt not escape alive but the moment thou hast leaped over the wall go straight into the palace into the back chamber open the door very very softly and draw out the flask of living water from beneath the pillow of the tsarevna but when thou hast got the flask hasten back as quickly as thou camest nor look for an instant upon the beauty of the tsarevna lest it be too much for thee good youth the tsarevich ivan thanked the old woman and did everything she bade him as soon as he had lighted the fire he threw the weed into it so that the smoke spread in the direction where the wild man was standing on guard the eyes of the giant grew dim he began to yawn and stretch he laid him on the damp earth and began to sleep soundly very soundly the tsarevich ivan cut off his head rolled the little ball along and went on farther he went on and on and far away the golden palace began to gleam amid the green of the forest All at once a column of dust came out of the palace and along the road and the gleam of lances and cuirasses were visible through the dust and there was a sound as of the trampling of many warlike chargers the ball rolled out of the road a little on one side the tsarevich ivan following after it also turned from the path went among the bushes and let his horse out to grass and from his place in the bushes he saw approaching the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible and she diverted herself with her warriors in the green meadows and the whole of the tsarevna's array consisted of maidens alone each one more beautiful than her neighbour but the most lovely of them all was the inexhaustibly lovely tsarevna she pitched her tent in the meadows and for nine days she and her maidens diverted themselves with diverse pastimes but the tsarevich like a hungry wolf looked out from his hiding-place at the tsarevna he could not take his eyes from her and look as he might he could not look his fill at last on the tenth day when every one in the tsarevna's golden courts was asleep he spurring his horse with all his might leaped right over the wall into the garden court of the ladies fastened his horse to a wooden post and stealthily as a thief made his way into the palace right into the very cabinet where extended on her downy bed with her fair locks scattered all about lay the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible sleeping in unwakeable heroic sleep the Tsarevich drew from under her pillow the flask with the living water and was about to run off as quickly as he could but it was too much for his youthful heart and leaning over the tsarevna he kissed her thrice on her lips which were sweeter than sugar and by the time he had got out of the chamber mounted his horse and leaped across the wall she awoke from his kisses loveliness inexhaustible leaped on her swift-flying mare and hastened after the tsarevich ivan the tsarevich urged on his good steed pulled at the silken reins and lashed its sides with his whip and the horse spoke to him with a man's voice wherefore dost thou beat me tsarevich ivan neither the fowls of the air nor the beasts of the forest can escape or hide from that mare she runs so that the earth trembles she leaps across swift rivers from shore to shore hills and dales vanish away beneath her feet and it had only time to speak these words when the tsarevna overtook the good youth struck him with her swinging blade and pierced him full in the breast down fell the tsarevich ivan from his horse to the moist ground his bright eyes closed his red blood flowed loveliness inexhaustible gazed upon him and a great sorrow overcame her she saw that such a lovely youth as that was not to be found in the wide world and she placed her white hand on the wound washed it with living water out of her flask and immediately the wound healed up and the tsarevich ivan arose well and unharmed wilt thou take me to wife that i will tsarevna then return to thy kingdom and if after three years thou hast not forgotten me i will be thy wife and thou shalt be my husband and the destined bridegroom took leave of his bride and they went in different directions the tsarevich ivan went on and on for a long time and saw many things and at last he came upon a tent on a mountain with a golden tent-pole and round the tent two good horses were feeding on white summer wheat and drinking mead and in the tent were lying his two elder brothers eating and drinking and diverting themselves with manifold diversions and the elder brothers began to ask the younger one hast thou got the living water for our father i have got it replied the tsarevich ivan simply for he always spoke out his secrets happen what might the elder brothers invited him to feast with them made him drunk drew the flask of living water out of his bosom and threw him down a precipice the tsarevich ivan flew down and down and at last he fell into the realm beneath the earth and now thought he irretrievable ruin has come upon me i can never find the ways that lead hence so he went about in the realm beneath the earth he went on and on and saw that the day grew shorter and shorter till it was like night and at last he came to a place that was not a desert and by the sea stood a castle that was a town and a hut that was a mansion the tsarevich went up a flight of steps into a barn and from the barn he went into the hut prayed to god and begged for a good night's rest but in the hut sat an old woman an old a very old woman she was all wrinkled and grey good youth cried she thou mayest sleep there and welcome but say how didst thou get hither thou art an old person granny but thy way of asking is not wise thou shouldst first give me to eat and drink and let me lie down to sleep and after that ask me concerning my tidings the old woman gave the tsarevich to eat and drink let him lie down to sleep and then asked him again and the tsarevich ivan said to her i have been in the kingdom of thrice ten as the guest of the tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible and now i am returning home to my father the tsar afron but i have wandered from my path canst thou not show me the way home i do not know it myself tsarevitch here have i been living nine-tenths of my life on this earth and i have never heard of the tsar afron come now sleep in peace and to-morrow i will bring together my messengers perhaps one of them may know the next day the tsarevitch got up very early washed himself quite white and went out with the old woman on the balcony and the old woman cried with a piercing voice hi hi ye swimming fish of the sea and ye creeping reptiles of the earth my faithful servants assemble here to the very last one of you and immediately the blue sea was disturbed and all the fishes assembled both small and great and all the reptiles assembled they all came down to the shore under the water does anyone know where in all the world dwells the czar afron and by what way one can get to his kingdom from here and all the fishes and reptiles answered with one voice we have neither seen it with our eyes nor heard it with our ears then the old woman turned to the other side and screeched hi ye wandering beasts of the forest and ye fowls that fly in the air my trusty servants assemble hither and fly and run hither all of you down to the very last one and the beasts of the forest came running in bands and bands and the fowls of the air came flying in flocks and flocks and the old woman began to ask them about tsar afron and they all with one voice exclaimed to the old woman we have neither seen it with our eyes nor heard it with our ears well tsarevich there is none else to ask now we've asked them all they were just about to go into the hut again when there was a whistling and a roaring sound in the air and the bird Mogol came flying along he hid the light of day with his wings and lighted on the ground close to the hut where hast thou been and why art thou come so late screeched the old woman i have been flying a long way off in the realm of tsar afron at the uttermost end of the wide world well thou art just the one i want render me now true and loyal service carry thither the tsarevich I shall be glad to carry him but i shall want all the food thou canst gather it takes three years to fly thither take as much as thou dost want and the old woman made provision for the journey of the tsarevich ivan she placed upon the bird a hogshead of water and on the top of it a wicker basket full of meat and put into his hands an iron pole there said she when thou fliest on the bird mogol and she turns and looks at thee immediately plunge thy pole into the basket and give her a piece of beef the tsarevich ivan said thank you to the old woman sat on the bird and immediately she rose with him and bore him up in the air like a whirlwind she flew and flew she flew for a long long time and whenever she looked round at the tsarevich he fed her with beef off the pole and at last the tsarevich ivan saw that the basket was getting empty so he said to the bird Mogol, look now thou bird mogul thou hast now but little food left light upon the moist earth and i'll get thee another basket full of divers meats but the bird mogul answered and said art thou mad tsarevich Ivan? beneath us now is a forest dark and drear muddy and boggy if we lighted down there thou and i would never get out again so long as the world lasts and now the tsarevich had dispensed all the meat from the basket and sent the basket and the hogshead flying off the bird but the bird mogul still kept on flying and turning its head for food what was to be done now the tsarevich ivan cut off the calves of his legs put them on the pole and gave them to the bird mogul she swallowed them up and descended with the tsarevich ivan into a green meadow upon silky grass with azure flowers as the tsarevich ivan leaped off her onto the ground the bird mogul coughed up his calves again fastened them on to his legs moistened them with her spittle and the tsarevich went on his way well and strong he came to the capital of tsar afron his own father and saw that something amiss was going on in the town crowds of people were wandering about the streets from end to end the tsar's cunning counsellors were strolling aimlessly about the city asking something from every one they met and shaking their grey heads as if they were out of their wits and the tsarevich asked one of the people he met what's the meaning of all this commotion in the city and the good people answered him that tsarevna loveliness inexhaustible is sailing against our kingdom she is bringing a countless host with her in forty ships and she demands that the tsar should surrender to her the tsarevich ivan who disturbed her sleep three years ago by kissing her on her lips which are sweeter than sugar and if we do not surrender him she will destroy our kingdom utterly with fire and sword well it seems to me that i have come just in time i want this tsarevna just as much as she wants me and he immediately went on board the tsarevna's ship here they embraced and fondled each other and received their bridal crowns in the church of god and after that they went to the tsar afron and told him all the tsar afron drove his elder sons from court deprived them of their inheritance and lived with his younger son and lived happily and increased in all riches end of the tsarevna loveliest inexhaustible recording by expatriate in bangor maine